Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. Yes, Naomi. Come outside, quickly. What is it? Look at the sky. How bright it is. Yes, it's very bright. Didn't you hear it? Hear what? I'm sure I heard music and, and voices singing. That's why I called you. Oh, maybe it's from the inn. It's filled with people here for the census. Oh, it was such wonderfully sweet music. Not the kind you hear from the carousing at the inn. I heard it. Or thought you did. Sometimes the imagination... Look, look, look at that star. That's what makes the sky so bright. I've never seen a star in the east like that. It must be a new one. A new star? How can that be? After all, one doesn't hang out a new star as one does the wash. Come inside. Star's there, and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, you must admit it's very strange. Singing out of the sky, a star that turns night into day, it could be a bad omen. Oh. <laughs> Nonsense, Naomi. You're always finding omens in simple acts of nature. Oh, I don't suppose you remember the time I saw a falling star, and that very night your brother was killed by a kick from his camel. I don't forget it, Naomi. However, there's good omens as well as bad, and perhaps this new star is one of them. Speaking of the census, why haven't we heard from Joseph? I told you yesterday and the day before. He probably hasn't arrived mm -hmm. yet. You ask me, he's arrived, but that wife he found in Nazareth thinks she's too good for us, and they went to the inn. Mm -hmm. For shame, Naomi. Joseph wouldn't take such a wife. 
And even if Joseph could afford the inn, it was filled to capacity days ago. Then why hasn't he shown up? Well, he's not here, I'm sure. And where would we put him if he did come here with his wife? Well, just the same. He, he could have put in an appearance or sent word or something. Oh, let it rest, Naomi. When Joseph arrives, I'm sure he'll let us know. For the life of me, I can't understand why he had to run off to Nazareth to find a wife when there were plenty of prospects here. Rebecca and Deborah and Ruth. As I explained to you, Joseph's from the house of David. And it's the custom... I know, I know. You don't have to tell me. Joseph must marry from the house of David. Well, what's so wonderful about the house of David? Oh, perhaps it amounted to something ages ago, but not now. I grant you that. You married me, and I'm not from this precious house of David, so why couldn't Joseph have done the same? I really don't know, Naomi. Joseph pays more heed to tradition than I. It is written that the Messiah... Oh, that. The Messiah will come from the house of David, so they have to marry among themselves. As it's promised, so it will be. Such faith. Levi, that star has moved. It certainly has. It was resting on top of Mount Nebo when we first saw it. Now it's high above it. Someone's coming down the road. Oh, I think it's some shepherds. Why should they be leaving their flocks this time of night? Oh, who knows? It's a cold night. Maybe, maybe they're going to get a drink at the inn. Come, Naomi, let us go in and to bed. I must get up early tomorrow. Well, when Joseph does turn up, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind for not sending word to us. Oh, Joseph, truly the prophecies are being fulfilled. Our marriage and then the census that brought us to Bethlehem, those shepherds, and those men from the east with their gifts. There can be no doubt. The child is the Messiah. Was it written he would be born in a stable? Oh, the census will be over in a day or so. And then I can take you to the house of my kinsmen. Joseph, what shall we say to them? Uh, well, that we knew their house would be crowded. And because your time had come, we wanted privacy. The inn was well, No, too no, crowded. I don't mean that. I mean, what shall we say to them about the child? Well, I don't think we should tell them anything. But why? Well, for the same reason we had to remain silent in Nazareth when you were with child. People would laugh us out of town or stone us. But why was it announced to the shepherds and the men from the east? Does it have to be a secret? Mary, I don't know. I'm a simple carpenter. But don't you think the shepherds told everyone? Well, that was my thought, too, at first. But I don't think now they did. Joseph, when the news is so wonderful, so long awaited, I... Well, who would believe them? They're people of the land, despised by the scribes and the Pharisees because they go unwashed and don't observe the law. They're really outcasts who are not even permitted to testify before the Sanhedrin. I'm sure they said nothing, or if they did, they were not believed. But how can you be sure? Well, we've been here three days. Have people flocked to the stable to welcome the Messiah? Well, what do you think happened then? I think those shepherds decided it would be unwise to speak and went back to their flocks. But, Joseph, the men from the east know the Messiah has been born. Oh, yes. They came to Jerusalem seeking the child, and they were guided by that bright star. Herod questioned them, but they became suspicious and told me they were returning to the east by another route. Well, then perhaps we should return to Nazareth at once. Oh, the child was too young to travel. 
We had best stay here for the circumcision and for your purification and the presentation at the temple. Must he be circumcised? Yes. But Joseph, he is different. He, he's the Messiah. Even so, it is the law. People would think it strange if we disregarded the law. Besides, at that time, he is to be named, as the angel instructed us. Yes. Then you think it's best this wonderful news remain a secret? Yes. Oh, Joseph, how long? I don't know. But let's not worry. Truly, you are now in the hands of God, who will tell us, or the child, when he should reveal himself as the Savior of Israel. Come in, come in. I'm so glad to see you. Naomi and I were worried about you. Naomi, come here. This is Mary, my wife, and our newly born son. Levi, what is it? Oh, it's Joseph. And this is Mary and their baby. A baby? Let me see. A boy, too. Well, well, he can't be more than a few days old. When, where was he born? We came a few days ago. The inn was crowded, and the only place we could find was a stable. The boy was born there. A stable? This beautiful child was born in a stable. How awful. Mary, why didn't you come to us? My time came when Joseph was trying to get a room at the inn. There was nothing. It was raining, and Joseph took me to the first shelter he could find. Besides, we knew you would be crowded. So you should have come. After all, Levi is your relative. What will people think of us when they hear your child had to be born in a stable? Now, now, Naomi. Joseph has told us his reasons for not coming to us. The child looks strong and healthy and none the worse for the place of his birth. Now he has a roof over his head and will have proper care. Well, if Mary's time was so near, Joseph, why in the world did she make the trip? Why, the child might have been born on the road. It was necessary, Naomi. What was so necessary? I understand Mary lived with her mother in Nazareth. Couldn't she have looked after Mary and her needs? I wanted to come. You may be sure it was necessary. Otherwise, I would not have risked the trip. When was the child born? Three nights ago. Three nights? Oh, that's the night we saw the star in the east, Levi. And it was as light as day. And you thought it might be a bad omen. <laughs> well, it wasn't for Mary and Joseph, now with a fine son. And I heard singing from the skies, though Levi says it was just my imagination. Joseph, you and Mary must stay with us as long as you can. It's more than a year since we saw you. Oh, thank you, Levi. We would like to stay for Mary's purification and the presentation of the child in the temple. You're more than welcome. Naomi, why don't you see if you can fix a crib for the child? And first thing tomorrow, I'll look about to see if I can find some work. Oh, that may be difficult. Oh? Some carpenters are idle. Come, Mary, let's fix a crib on the roof. It's very pleasant there, and the sunshine will be good for the child. While the men are busy, you and I can have a long talk, and you can tell me all about yourself and the child. Come to think about it, Mary. Isn't it the custom to be betrothed for a year before the marriage is consummated? Mary? Levi? Joseph? Naomi, what is it? Oh, 
I ran all the way, wait until I catch my breath. Did you call us, Naomi? Yes, yes, you should hear what they're saying in town. What are they saying? What? I was in that shop down the street from the inn. I wanted to buy a few things for Mary's baby. The place was filled with women. Yes, yes. What did you hear? Just as I got in, I met Ruth and Deborah. You remember them, don't you, Joseph? Those two fine daughters yes, of Judas? Yes, yes, I remember them. You should, since they were very much interested what in... What did they tell you in town, Naomi? Uh, well, never mind. I met them, and do you know what they told me? What did they tell you, Naomi? That the Messiah had been born. What? That the Messiah had been born. Oh. Hey, Mary, what's the matter with you? You're, you're white as chalk. I feel faint. I, I'll be all right. Here, sit down. Oh, it can't be true. It's all over town. It's all the people talk about. They say there's some connection with the event and the bright star we saw the other night. Oh, it's just a wild rumor. Every now and then a fellow claiming to be the Messiah comes out of the wilderness, and you know what happens. The Romans put him to death. Well, this time, people think it's different. Oh, this rumor had to start someplace. Ruth said one of the shepherds was at the inn last night and became very drunk and started talking about voices singing from heaven, something about peace on earth and telling them the Messiah was born. Oh, it started a fierce row, and the soldiers were called and threw everyone out of the inn and made the shepherd get out of town. Oh, good riddance, starting such a rumor. Just the same. A lot of people seem to believe it because of that star. And don't forget, I heard voices that night, too. But no one else heard them. But that shepherd... A drunken shepherd. When the Messiah comes, he'll not be announced in a public inn by a drunken shepherd. Well, something unusual did happen the other night. I just feel it. <laughs> Listen to her, Joseph. She sees an omen in every... Please, Levi, don't make light of this. I mean, one shouldn't make light of the Messiah. Oh, you're so solemn. One would think you believe this tale. What do you think, Mary? Oh, of course, you didn't see the star. You were having your child in that awful stable. It wasn't awful. It wasn't at all. Well, it's not the place I would choose to have a child. Can't you understand, Naomi? Neither Mary nor I had any choice. I mean, we had to find shelter quickly. There's one thing you don't have to worry about, Mary. Even if the boy is from the house of David, he won't be the Messiah. Naomi, please, don't say such things. Levi has always looked down on me because I'm not from the house of David. That's not true, Naomi. Oh, isn't it? How often have you told me the Messiah would come from the house of David? How often have you told me, made excuses for Joseph when he ran off to Nazareth when there was no woman in Bethlehem from your tribe? Will you be quiet, Naomi? So you had to marry among yourselves in the hope, I suppose, someone of your house would be the lucky one and bear the Messiah. Please excuse me. I must look after the child. I'll go with you, Mary. What's the matter with them all of a sudden? Oh, Naomi, will you please stop harping on Joseph's running off, as you call it, to Nazareth to find a bride? And stop making those sharp remarks about the house of David and the Messiahs. Joseph's my kinsman, and I want him to feel welcome to stay as long as he wishes. Did I say anything? Of course they're welcome. Do you think I'm trying to drive them away? Mary's a lovely woman, but you must admit she's very easily upset. All I said was, there's a rumor the Messiah has been born. And she almost fainted. Anyone would think she believed it as the gospel truth.
Francis, we must get away from them. I can't bear it. Oh, Mary, please, you must rest. And the child's too young to travel. Those remarks, those questions by Naomi... She doesn't know what she's saying or how it hurts you. Well, I would rather go back to the stable where we could be by ourselves. But Levi has asked us to stay. He would be hurt if we left. But why can't we just go home? Mary, the child must be circumcised and given his name. If we returned to Nazareth, we would have to return to Jerusalem by the 40th day for the presentation. The circumcision's only five days away. That will be the first day of the new year. The dawn of the new year. The beginning of a new era for the people of Israel. And he will not be named after his grandfather. Joseph, remember what an argument there was when Elizabeth said her child must be named John? There must be some connection between the two children. It was the angel who told you Elizabeth was to have a child in her old age and sent you to her. Yes, I'm sure of it, Joseph. No sooner had I greeted her when she cried out, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And Joseph, the babe in her womb, had leapt for joy, she said. And she referred to me as the mother of the Lord. Joseph, she said that she was undeserving that I should come to her. So you told me, Mary. And of the wonderful reply that you made to all present. Oh, God sent those words from my mouth. When Elizabeth had finished... Those words just seem to rush forth. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, because he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaid. For behold, henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed, because he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear him. He has shown might with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the conceit of their heart. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has given help to Israel, his servant. Mindful of his mercy, even as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his posterity forever. Mary. Everyone was amazed, no one more than I, at, at these words that came rushing from my lips. Well, you were quoting from the Psalms and the prophets. But I had not studied them as you have. God gave you the power to speak as you did, even as he gave to Moses before Pharaoh. Let this be your comfort and your guide. What do you mean, Joseph? God will reveal the identity of the child to those who should know it and keep it from those who should not. And when you don't know what to say to others... He will send the words into your heart and mind. 
Joseph, you are a great comfort to me. I shall do as you say. And remember all that happens and things said. For the time may come when all this will be written down. And you will be the one to tell the writer. On this day of the new year, as we gather to witness the circumcision of this infant, let me remind all present of the words God spoke to Abraham. This is my covenant, which you shall observe. All the male kind of you shall be circumcised, that it may be a sign of the covenant between me and thee. An infant of eight days shall be circumcised, every man-child in your generation, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for a perpetual covenant. Joseph, Mary, what name shall be given to the child? Thou shalt call his name Jesus. What? Jesus. Mary, what is he saying? Thou shalt call his name Jesus. I never heard of such a thing. Isn't the child to be named Jacob after his grandfather? He shall be called Jesus. But why, Joseph? Why do you break with custom? Yes, why? Levi always told me you were so faithful to tradition. What good reason why the child must be called Jesus? It is a good name, meaning Yahweh has saved. Still, it is customary, Joseph, to name the child after a grandfather. All that I can say is, it has to be. Why all the mystery? The way you're acting, anyone would think this was the Messiah who's to save us all. Mary, why don't Stop you... It. Let me be. Please, everyone listen to me. I know the law and the tradition as well as anyone. But Mary and I decided months ago the child would be called Jesus. Oh, you did, did you? And just how did you know the child was to be a boy? What name did you pick if it were to be a girl? Well, I... We knew it would be a boy. I mean, we hoped it would be a boy, being a firstborn. <laughs> the parents have the right to name the child. So be it. I don't understand. First, I'm told Elizabeth and Zachary have a child and name it John. And now Mary and Joseph throw tradition to the wind. If everyone starts doing the same, soon there'll be no traditions left. Please, it's the first day of the new year. Let there be no dissension. The child shall be named Jesus. And let us pray, as his name signifies, he will do great things for Israel. Child, from this day hence, until the day of your death, you shall be called Jesus. Yahweh has saved. So be it. So be it. And when the days of her purification were fulfilled, According to the law of Moses, they took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it was written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And when Joseph and Mary entered the temple with Jesus, an old man named Simeon greeted them. 
Hold the pigeon tightly, Joseph. They'll get away. Wait. Oh, what is it, old man? My name is Simeon. Many days I've waited in the temple. Yes? We must be on our way to offer our sacrifice. I wait here to die. For the Holy Spirit has revealed to me I would not find death until I have seen the Christ of the Lord. Let me hold the child. It's all right, Mary. God be blessed. Now dost thou dismiss thy servant, O Lord, according to thy word, in peace, because my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles, and a glory for thy people Israel. We are amazed to hear this from you. Who are you? Joseph from Nazareth, and this is my wife, Mary. Blessing upon you, Joseph, and upon you, Mary, to whom I give this message. Behold, this child is destined for the fall and for the rise of many in Israel, and destined for a sign that shall be contradicted, and thy own soul a sword shall pierce, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now, when the Magi came to Jerusalem, seeking the new king of the Jews, they were questioned by Herod. But they were warned in a dream not to reveal the identity of the child. When they did not return, Herod sent his spies into Bethlehem to inquire about the children born during the census. They discovered only one such, and it had vanished with its parents. Out of fear and fury, Herod ordered all infants of two years slain and sent his spies seeking the child who was born in a stable that night. But an angel warned Joseph and Mary of this, and they went into Egypt. I want to thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, Learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria 
at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Greymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.